Welcome to the KDFL Fantasy Football Podcast. It's me, Brett Steele, and I'm joined once again by Mr. Jonathan Detroit Haynes. How's it going? Yo, 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 I am back. I'm ready. Let's do the show. Uh, I want to thank everyone for watching us, the OG KDFL Podcast, the one and only. We're often imitated, but never (laughs) duplicated. (laughs) Just want to say thank you. Keep on watching. Uh, absolutely again, Mr. Phil Ruxy. Um, still out there making things happen in the real world, so so we we'll be looking for him soon. But this week, we are going to do, of course, we'll do our rundown of the KDFL week three. We're also going to do our NFL uh week three pulse check. Gonna gonna uh, see where some teams shouldn't be worried, where some teams should be, where um, some teams that might be a little too high on themselves, and uh, other teams. We don't know. So let's go ahead. Let's move on to the KDFL week three. And we are going to start. We ended in Dunbar. We're going to start in Dunbar with the Kanawha County Kings hosting the Melbourne Mega Powers. The man that will not die, Kirk Cousins, leads all scorers in this game with 28. Newly acquired Mega Power, Kenny Young, uh, leads the defensive, defensive core of the Mega Powers with 22. It's Kareem Hunt. I believe he's the RB1 on the week that seals it for the Denial County Kings. He scores 28. We're not going to talk about the Diggs interception, but the Kings score the upset. They get their first victory of the year. They win it 239 to 233. Yes. Next, we go to the Hurricane Wampus Cats as they travel to Polka to take on the Polka Pharmacist, the team that looks the strongest so far this season. Uh, we have the Wampus Cats. They eke, I mean, just eke out a win by 0.78 points. They win with Kyler Murray, who underperformed actually this week. He underperformed like I do every week with my wife, but hey, we're not talking, we're not going there. But, anyways, <laughs> also with a big game for the Wampus Cats is Justin. Oh my gosh, this guy is trash and overrated. He's no good, according to Matt Herbert. He scores a whopping 35 points to lead the Wampus Cats as the pharmacists finally get a big week out of Zeke after making that big, huge trade. Uh, But it wasn't enough. He did have 27 points. I noticed, though, he started T.J. Watt, who got him a zero points. And Mm. that Mm. is what cost him the game. Mm. And now he's two and one. And he's still my pick to win it all. Got it. Got it, mind. Got to mind the P's and Q's. Got to mind the P's and Q's. Now, next up, we travel to South Hills where the Evil Empire are hosting the Roxland Renegades. Cooper Cup continues his amazing early season with 31 points. Old trusty to the Renegades, the legend himself, Matt Statford, leads the Renegades with 30, 34 points. And Miles Garrett on the defensive line terrorizes Chicago and puts in 28 for the evil empire they win sadly 252 to 211 yes next we go to dunbar once again it seems like half the league is from dunbar as the dunbar dobermans host the marmette midnight chargers yes that's right the chargers because this team is headed by the three big stars of austin eckler Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, who end up scoring a total of 75 points for the week. 
which lead them past the Dobermans. The Dobermans get a strong outing from Josh Allen with 41 points. What about Najee Harris with 14 catches? Wow. 30 points in the week. Not enough, though, for the Dobermans as they take the loss and go 0-3. All right. Next up, our sub our main event. Uh, we have the River Rats hosting the Gamblers. Devontae Adams leads the River Rats with 31. Very impressive Sunday night game from him. Tom Brady... A very unimpressive, about as unimpressive as 30 points as anyone could ever have. <laughs> Malcolm Jenkins shores it up for the River Rats with 26 on the defensive end. And the River Rats get that W over last year's champion, Ooh. 259 to 228. Nice. Next we go to our game of the week where the bully bearded Barons take on the Wake Forest Lumberjacks, two undefeated teams. These two guys are so far – they're so different. One is very far on one side. One is very far on the other side. I'll let you imagine what that means. Anyways, this game of the week turned out to be a snooze fest. My gosh, this game was – might have been the most boring matchup of the week as we have a low score of winning 214 to 182. It turns out defense is what won this for the Wake Forest Lumberjacks and Phil. He had three players with 17 or more points, while the Barons, they also they lost CMC, and they also lost A.J. Brown this week. That hurt him a lot. So no undefeated season for the Barons like someone thought he was going to go. But uh, maybe better luck next time. That's it. That's KDFL week three and the bright lights. Ooh. Maybe shined a little too bright for that game of the week. Um, yeah, that, was, that was a snooze fest. Let me tell you this right now. All right. The big joke, the mega powers are the big joke right now. We're spending too much time on the beach. We're not focused on what we should be focused on. <laughs> if I get stat corrected within six points and that Dak QB sneak, which was obviously a touchdown. Yes, it was. Oh, that is going to be, that's going to well, be a tough I, one to take. I'll keep an eye on the Hurricanes and Boca matchup. Another huge stack correction. Yeah. Someone's getting a half assist tackle or something. That's going to. And I, let me tell you this. Also, another thing to make it not my fault. I reached out to a Raiders fan, not Matt. Matt was traveling for work. I reached out to a Raiders fan and I said, Peyton Barber, Austin Hooper. Why Peyton Barber's projected? He's not the starter. He says he got touches in in garbage time last time. Peyton Barber goes off on my bench. (laughs) That's how it always happens, man. And I am. One last point on the KDFL side with this, with, with me. I'm so tired of playing. It's been, it's going to be a year and a half to two years now with me playing with one hand behind my back. Everybody else has two QBs. Some have amazing two QBs. I've had to tough it out with one QB practically for the last two years. So you guys well, get your laughs I mean, in, get your jokes in, because it's coming back with a vengeance. Wait till they put Trey Lance in that game. He's going to be the best well, QB of this class. Because it can't get much worse right now. I mean, it's your own fault. You drafted a garbage human being, allegedly. He passed so, all the interviews. Passed them allegedly. all. Flying college. Yes, I mean, allegedly. Allegedly. You draft like that? Hey, I mean, it's your own fault. Trey Lance, get in the game. <laughs> get in the game. Get in the game. All right. So, by the way, I lost on uh, Omega Power Slipping. And then, uh, I guess, this is Tim's memory, so God help me, he could be right. 
it's not the best track record, but apparently I've had Diggs at one point. Devontae Smith trips. Diggs picks it off, takes it to the house. So Another if so, it's a heck of a revenge game for Mr. Another Diggs. great quality coaching decision by you. Oh, Harris also on the bench there. 17 points defensive. Hey, you know what? You would have won if you had Jamar Chase on your team. I don't understand this narrative. I am not the one. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for mentioning that. I'm not the guy that Jamar Chase was supposed to be with. I don't understand where this is coming from. Reed? Okay, Could you have had him? Was he available? Had no. No. You were going to take him at three? Uh, he was available, though. Yeah, he was. And he was available at one, if we're doing that. Like, <laughs> He's had a touchdown in every game so far. He this has. Year. He has. But he, I'm not the one. The Dobermans could have got him at five, which they got Devontae Wears because they had their running backs. Or, or the uh, Renegades could have got him at four. They just sit yeah, there in what's... shock like Kyle Pitts is there. Kyle Pitts is there. In yeah. shock. I understand it, though. But, um, but we don't know. I mean, it's we're three weeks in. But uh, he definitely looks very strong. Uh, he was never an option for my team. I already see the storyline building with like, every time he scores. Brett, look, like Brett, look at that. Chase score. He's on my redraft team, my main redraft right. league. He's on my team. I took him in like the seventh round. I, would, I just want to say, I think the Dobermans would look a lot different if they would have took Chase over Williams. Who's that other starting running back, though? Najee he just got had Najee 14 Harris. catches. He got, he got Harris. I mean, I know he he did really need running backs, though. He probably didn't need to, but just think, having that. It's just a stack, man. It's just hard to yeah. pass up on the stack. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Burrow and Chase. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to pass on. I mean, he he would have Miles Sanders right now. That's Oof. his running backs. That's it. That's it. I'm looking yeah. at it right now. That's it. Let's see, Rashad Penny. Yeah, Penny Snell. I saw Sean Vaughn. That the Eagles only had three rushing attempts with the running backs. Yeah, I'm on it. That's yeah. terrible. Uh, and one yeah. of them was a 25 yard run. Yeah. He had, uh, yeah, he had, uh, I think, uh, don't quote me if I'm wrong here, but uh, uh, Miles Sanders had two r- rushes uh, for 26 yards and a long of 24. Yeah. <laughs> but the game script got completely away from them. They had to throw. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's my little caveat. Let's, let's go ahead and shift to uh, the state of our, our teams. These guys. Do we, do we have guys. to? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. You talk. You want to go first? You want me to go first? I'll go first. Yeah. I'm sure your rant will be longer. Yeah, it's not long. Well, maybe. I'm just, I mean, what? it's the Detroit Lions. If anybody expects anything else from them, you're an idiot. If something bad can happen, it's going to happen. It's like Eric said. If someone told you a kicker is going to kick a 66-yard field goal to win a game against a team, what team would you pick? It is the Detroit Lions. They are cursed. One playoff win since Super Bowl one. They haven't won a championship since 1957. I mean, I can go on with the numerous the Calvin catch that wasn't a catch, the Aaron Rodgers Hail Mary that shouldn't even count it because they called a holding on the play before and it wasn't a hole or a face mask. He had him by the shoulder. Yes, or Sunday, the should have been a delay of game penalty. They didn't call it. So, I mean, it's just – it's typical Detroit Lions. There's nothing that I expect from them than to lose in new, horrible fashion. The fourth and 19, or whatever it was. Yes, I know. I know. Listen, that was by far and away the best loss or the best way that game could have went for you guys. Let's just say it like it is. 
You expect this team to do a lot of big things no, this year? No, no. So what you do, you fight the fight, the chutzpah of this team. <laughs> you know, I'd be, I would be excited for the number one pick, but there's no really good quarterbacks coming out. I know the defensive end from Oregon is coming out, and he's supposed to be a stud. And that's the Lions do need defense. You bro. know, man. You know, man. Campbell is going to shore up those trenches. I hope he so. Gets oh, man. It's going to be fine. And, and, and I do have to say, they, whatever. They have fought back in every single one of these yes. games, and they fought good. But they're just, they don't have the talent. You've they had a good talent. half in every game, I believe. Yeah. Let's see. Have. Second in Green Bay, first again. Or I'm sorry. No, first second in, in San Fran, first in Green Bay, second against Baltimore. Why do yeah. I know all three of the last games? This is very sad. Um, <laughs> and to be honest, Hollywood Brown had like three huge drops. Two of them could be touchdowns. True. That's true. Um, the only part that sucks, well, not the only part, but the main part that sucks, why did they hit the crossbow? <laughs> if it just goes in. And the fans behind the cross, they're so happy. They're just, <laughs> and I, and you, a lot of you guys give me crap because I root for Brady, and it's because the Lions suck. I get play. it. You have to but, find your, yeah. I, I, it doesn't matter. I would, I would do anything for the Lions to win a Super Bowl. Anything. Yeah, but you got to see the first one, and Eric didn't. So, you should feel glad about that. Oh, whoa, oh, whoa, whoa! But 1957. <laughs> You're in the bar. Anyways, let's move, on. let's move on to the Falcons and drafting a guy that they don't even throw to. Look, 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 look! I'm gonna tell you this. The main first off, nice. The first W, Arthur Smith. Well done. Well done. Let me tell you this. The, the Falcons game this Sunday was the most boring game I can remember in the last five years for Atlanta. <laughs> and I loved it. I loved how boring it was. And back in 2016, I said, this, we're three weeks in, so obviously, well, caveat, whatever. Back in 2016, I said, I hope that we still have this high-powered offense before by the time the defense can turn it around and get some stops. Ah, oh, crap. I think two ships in the night. I think we passed. <laughs> Matt Ryan looks 95 years old. But I loved how boring this game was. I watched – I can name you a play from every game this weekend. I don't think – can you name me one play besides the winning field goal from the Falcons-Giants? No. No. No, I can because, of course, I had to sit there and go through it. But most people will not be able to as besides you know, I, the Smith touchdown Marshall. Yeah, I had to sit through the Lions Ravens game with my father in law, who's a huge Ravens fan. Now, that is awesome. He went absolutely nuts. That is awesome. Um, now the real test for Atlanta, you know, Washington at home this week. That's that's a a scarier than it should be matchup for us. So, so we'll see. But you know, first win for Arthur Smith. We get the Bears this week in Chicago. You get you get Justin Fields probably. Or you get Andy Dalton, or you get Nick Foles. More on that in a little bit. Um, okay, there it is. State of our teams. Now, three game pulse check. You want to get these out while we still have some undefeated and some defeated teams. So, I'll pose the. I'll let you go first on each of these. Okay. Um, and I'll go. And if you don't have something, you just kick it to me. Whatever. So. So, so the first, we're going to go with the worst three and O teams. We have, I think it's five, the Raiders, the Broncos, uh, the Panthers, the Rams, and the Cardinals. Yes. So which one do I think is the the worst out of those? I mean, I don't know how bad you can be if you're 3-0. and I mean, you're winning games. I don't care who you're playing. But I guess I'm going to have to go with Denver. And I don't know a whole lot about Denver because I haven't watched any of their games. 
but it just something something seems off about them. Uh, I almost went with Carolina, but then I figured I'd get a lot of hate mail from uh, this guy named Charles that lives in Dunbar. So I didn't want to pick them because I'm afraid he might egg my car. No, so, known abuser of the pod. Yeah. So, um, so if I have to go with Denver. I mean, is their defense good? Is that what's carrying them? Is it Bridgewater? I mean, what's going on there? So... I mean, just on pure not knowing anything, which is, you know, everything I talk about on this league or in this podcast. But uh, I'm definitely going with Denver. It's a simple fact of their three games are the Giants, Jaguars, and Jets. Um, so in, in in avoidance with being uh, going with the same team, I am going to go with the Panthers just because their games are are equally questionable. Except they do have the the victory over uh, the Saints, which. I don't know yeah. what that means. I'm, pull, I'm pulling up the defensive rankings right now, and Carolina's number one in yards, yeah. and Denver's number two. And, yes, I know it's because who they play, but still. Right. I mean, we just don't know about them. We know about the Cardinals. We know about we know about the Raiders, whether we want to or not. We know about the Raiders through osmosis. We know that the oh, yeah. offense is good, and the defense just had to turn around. The defense is playing much better. Um, yeah, they're the greatest team ever. Well, Talk to a certain someone. <laughs> and you have the Cardinals and the Rams. They're, you know, they're – Cardinals also have not played anybody, and that road gets a lot tougher going forward um, after this after this last week. So, yeah, for me, it's the Panthers. A little bias, a little NFC South hate. Um, we'll see McCaffrey out. It's gonna gonna slow him up a little bit. Darnold certainly looks better. You know, we thought we wanted to see what he'd look like outside the gates. It does look better. It's a whole different. It's a whole different thing when you're playing with leads. Right. Oh, whole different thing. All right. Next topic. All right. So. The best 0-3 teams, We our choices are the Jets, the Jags, the Colts, the Giants, and my Detroit Lions. I, I almost went with the Colts, but I just – something's off with that team. That offensive line is supposed to be really good, but, I mean, the running backs aren't really doing anything. Jonathan Taylor hasn't done anything. And the quarterback issue, you know, that guy, he's always broken down. So – but based just on who these teams have played, I I have to say the Detroit Lions. I mean, they beat – I mean, they did beat. They were close with San Francisco. They came back. Uh, they should have beat the Ravens. And they played the Packers tough all the way to the fourth quarter. So, I mean, there's not a lot to choose from in these teams. No. So, I'm just going to go off, off of who they've played so far. And the Lions have been in every game, so – this is really tough because I would have I would have went with the Lions as well. I'll just give you the nice little little pep talk. Um just um I don't really know. This is actually really bad. Um this is not gonna make sense with what, what's coming later, but uh, I guess just because of sheer the Jags are awful, don't seem to have a lot going. The Giants, I mean, it, there's very, very slim pickings. I'm I'm gonna go with the Colts. But I, I do not think they're good at all. I do not think they're just bad luck. I don't think it's anything. I think it's a, a systematic yeah. problem, and I think it's a one guy problem. And we'll get we'll get to what that is uh, in a bit here. I'll go with the Colts just because their defense has shown you can do things in the past, and that offensive line should be better than what it is. Um, so I'll take the Colts. All right. So I think the next thing we had was uh, injury that hurts the most. Um. 
are we going to do this off for this past week or just in general so for far? The, this the year, I guess. Okay. Um, this one's kind of tough. I, I think if we're talking KDFL, which is mm-hmm. the podcast for the KDFL, the original yep. and only OG. KDFL yep. podcast, yep. Uh, I have to go Watson for your team. I mean, that's yeah. a huge hurt. Yeah. I mean, that guy's a stud. Uh, we don't know how long CMC is going to be out for Matt. He didn't get put on the, not to cut you off. He did not get put on the IR, which means I think they're in. They're, they're thinking they're inside a three week window. So, well, as someone that has Hubbard, I think they should rest him for about eight weeks. A step, a step, yeah. So, uh, then you have, I mean, Dobbins. That was a big loss for the Ravens yeah. and Mike. So, those will be the three that I think are going to hurt the most. Um. Sign there on my mind if we take Watson out of it. And I don't mean just to just to harp on my team. I'm trying to think. Judy is a is a huge Judy was yeah. off to a very, very strong start. I mean, I know it was early, but it looked very promising. It looked he, he led like like we've teed on before. He led the league in uncatchable balls last year. He started off well and then just of course went the way it's went. Um, that's a big one. I agree with you on Dobbin some. Um CMC, I don't, I don't see as a huge injury because I, I do think it's, it's a little bit of a, a shorter timeline. Um, you, yeah. You know, okay, go ahead. No, I go ahead. Gonna, I, there was one that I wrote down is Michael Thomas. So Michael man. Thomas is a good one. So Mike, Michael Thomas is a great one, but I don't know what he's doing. Like he, it was a joke and it was a, it was a meme and all this stuff. He really is Mr. Seven Yard Slant. And I don't know that Jameis does it as well as Bre- Jameis isn't nearly as accurate as Breeze was. Jameis pushes right. it down the field. Breeze doesn't or didn't towards the end. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, loss. right now. No, right now. I got to go AJ Brown. AJ Brown for the Titans. And he's been, he got in the end zone in week one, I believe. Since then, he's obviously been bad. He's been hurt. Uh, yeah. if, if, if the Bobby Bitter Barons don't get him back, it's, it's, that's, What's his issue? What's his injury again? Ah, I don't have it off the top of my head. I, hamstring. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I think it's hamstring, though. Yeah, those are always tough. Watch me be wrong. I remember when I pulled my hamstring when I was running a 40. <laughs> <laughs> um, AJ Brown. Look, I'm the expert. I always know what's going on. I said hamstring with confidence. I didn't even doubt myself, even in a little bit. It's a hamstring. Let the record show I was right. I have to tell a story one time about me pulling a hamstring. I have pulled a hamstring in in football before, and it's the most annoying thing in the world. Did you pull a hamstring while chasing a crackhead? Because I did. Uh, True story. It was the Shawnee Flag Football League, so it's a good chance. Campbell's Creek's finest. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) Oh, that was a great joke. I'm sorry. I over. No, you're good. You're good. (laughs) The Campbell's Creek's finest. Yeah, I was trying to eat flag football league, so yeah, it's a good shot that uh, I was unknowingly though, unknowingly. <laughs> um, okay, what we got next? Uh, next, I've already clicked off the list here. Um, coaches or coaches I'm repressed with by so far. Impressed, not repressed. No coaches. Oh, push, put sorry, you down. impressed. My bad. <laughs> you know me butchering. It's, it's a coach repressing you. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. Are, are we talking like new coaches or just coaches? Any coach? Because my coach is going to surprise. So new coach? Any, any coach. 
Oh, any coach. Uh, I know this is not – I'm getting a lot of heat for this because this is easy, but I have to say Sean McVay with and how he's used Matthew Stafford. And there's just a smooth transition with uh, him coming in. Yeah, so. it, it, it's working exactly like you – as a fan – as you as you think it should work right um mine is very funny mike mccarthy <laughs> let me tell you why <laughs> now first what? off hilarious last night the ref going to this man the referee going to him because he knows it's a situation where the cowboy should be calling a timeout and mike McCarthy's like, no no His, the ref's like are you sure that you <laughs> are you sure you don't want a timeout right now because this would be a rig- no no and then he did the thing where he knew he was wrong. He knows he's wrong. Nope. Got to dig the feed in. Nope. Can't do it now. I can't go back out now. I'm not calling timeout. But the little tidbit that I did learn from the game, and I don't think I knew this last year because Dak went down so early. Um, obviously, he, he, he kept the OC on. Um, but um, adaptability. I'm seeing a new wave, a new wave with coaches, and we'll get into the next one. How that's not the case, but a new wave with, and it starts with with Harbaugh, right? Drafting Lamar and then changing his entire offense, everything to make to set him up for success, the best. Right. Keeping that, keeping that smooth transition to where Dak doesn't have to learn new, learn new uh, play calls, learn new terminology, anything like that. Very impressive, especially for a coach that's been along so long as McCarthy. That you have to think. I mean, all these head coaches have egos. And for, for him to, to keep Dak in a reliable system, um, yeah. So I'm going to give it to old Mike McCarthy, even though he got to call a timeout right there, Mike. Got to. They could easily be 3-0. and Easily. So, if not, yeah. for Dak on – we'll get on field goals later. Y'all can't tell okay. me we want this. Go ahead. All right. Next we have coaches, I guess, that need to be fired. Yes. I would go with the obvious one, but I'm going to let you do the rant on that one. It's fine. I, I'm going to go with the surprising one, and that's Ron Rivera in Washington. Yeah. What is going on with that team? That defense was supposed to be lights out. They are 31st in the league right now. Chase Young has zero sacks. That team just looks like it's in utter turmoil. So. Yeah. You want to fire everybody wrong? Yeah, I do. They're only get, they got a lot of praise because of that defense, but didn't they have like a seven and nine record anyways last year and won the division? Uh, Ron Rivera was a good Bruce Arians candidate, but Bruce Arians has obviously shedded that with the Super Bowl win for me, where everybody respects him. He's awesome. He's great. He hasn't won much. Right. He went to I, Super Bowl, whatever. But uh, but Bruce Arians obviously shedded that this last year. His so overall, overall record is 87 and 78. Yeah. So. He's currently eight and eleven with Washington in his year and three games. So I I just that team is I know they lost Fitzpatrick, but still that defense is supposed to be really good. And isn't he a defensive guru? Somewhat, yeah. Um, he's he, I don't know. He's a little all over the place. It it he got a lot of praise in Carolina. And I never really understood it. Um, he seemed to be really questionable in a lot of in a lot of timing situations. Uh, I, I think I think they they typically like how he goes for it, Riverboat Ron, and all that stuff. Right. But uh, I, I was never I was never scared to see the Panthers in Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> say that. Let's say all that. right. I think um, you should go on. Dude, and- 
get rid of Matt Nagy so quick. What are we doing? You're going to, the Bears are going to screw around. <laughs> He's going to gaze your Darnold, okay? <laughs> He's going to whiz and hunt your liner. <laughs> He's going to fisher your Vince Young. He's going to ruin this franchise quarterback that you drafted if you don't get rid of this man right now. I know I'm copying off Orlowski or whatever, but my gosh, dude, how do you not have a game plan set for a mobile quarterback? How do you not have different protection screens in for a rookie mobile quarterback? It looked like you still had Dalton's everything Dalton in there. Like, it's like he's doing it on purpose. I don't understand it. Offensive guru, whatever. Get rid of this man before you ruin Justin Fields. Yeah, I agree. He looks, You're going to ruin I mean, him. I'm going to scream. Well, if they lose to the Lions, it can happen. It's got to happen. You're going to ruin him. And it's going to be so <laughs> sad. When I draft, when we were in the rookie draft, and I said Zach Wilson has to overcome the Jets, and uh, and Mac Jones is in a decent situation, but he's probably going to be a game manager. Trevor Lawrence has to overcome the Jags. And I said Justin Fields has to overcome the Bears. And this is what I'm talking about. <sighs> You're going to ruin him. You're going to ruin him. And it's going to be yep. sad. Well, it's okay. He's a Buckeye, so I don't care. He's a Buckeye and a Bear. And he's in the Lions division, so. Yeah. Whatever. Please don't really. Uh, All right. So next we move on to NFL teams that shouldn't panic right now. And I have to go with the obvious pick, and that's the Kansas City Chiefs. They're one and two. I think they're sitting. Aren't they last in the division right now? Slow possession. Slow possession in last place. Um, I think they'll be okay. I know their defense is not good. It's not good at all. They're 30th. They only have a better defense than Washington and Seattle right now. So I think they're going to, they are going to struggle the, you know, everyone was predicting what 13 and three or 13 and four or something like that. I don't think it's going to be, I don't think they're going to get to that many wins. So I still think that they'll end up winning their division, but let's not panic. Everything's going to be all right in Kansas city. Mahomes is Mahomes. They still got Kelsey and Hill. They're going to be all right. Can you, can you tell? I'm trying to bite my tongue. Oh, trying ahead. to not give the hot take. All right. Well, it's your turn. Let's go. No, not with that. With yours. Oh. Kid. Go for I, it. I, I, they, you, there's been a blueprint established of take Hill out of the game in two games. Yeah, I've seen that too. Take Hill out and live with the rest. I'm not going to say panic. But I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to pick against the Chiefs. I, but, uh, I was watching earlier. I think it was ESPN. They were talking about how Mahomes is – start. I mean, he's always had that little Brett Favreism in him mm-hmm. where he takes chances. So, By the way, you, you don't have to no-look. You can just look. You don't have to no-look past. Yeah. It's fine. But yeah, that's what uh, – I think it was Jeff Saturday pointed out. Oh, really? Out. I haven't seen any of those things. Yeah. So. He was like – there was no need to do you don't have no to. look pass right there. No, you there don't have no to. one around them. You, you could just look. look. You could just yeah. look. Um, I, I just the Raiders are on the come up, Chargers are on the come up. The 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 when the let's see what the Broncos are. We we talked about how we don't know what they are. It it's not as easy as it's as it may have appeared to be before the season. That's as far as I'm willing to go right now. They lay a couple more eggs in the next two or three weeks. It's going to be – I'm not going to be like, oh, the Chiefs aren't going to do it, but I'm dangerously close to being like this. This You might want to stress. 
Um, I'm going to go with – I don't really like the rest of these teams that, that should not panic. I'm not going to go with the Falcons. I am going to go for the Falcons. Just It's a new scheme, people, okay? It's a new scheme. People struggle. The Niners struggled when Shanahan took over. Look at their yards. They didn't hardly move the ball. They didn't have a lot of yards in their first few games. I think they had one good one against the Rams in shootout. All right, give it time. Kyle Pitts will get the it, – it's a new scheme. It's Matt Ryan's 48th offensive coordinator. Give it time. <laughs> not paying for that. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Yes, the Seahawks that somehow – uh, creeping into my heart <laughs> over and over, uh, assuming assuming Lockett's going to be okay. Seahawks, don't panic. It was... It's a competitive division. The Cardinals are about to hit a much tougher patch of their schedule. The Rams <laughs> are legit, um, and we'll see we'll see what happens with with the so Niners. You, you don't think they should panic? Like panic isn't what? Like we're not going to make the playoffs? Like yeah, maybe, but I don't think. I mean, of all the teams that are, are in okay. the gutter right now, if I'm the Eagles, I'm panicking. It's um, funny because. The next thing is teams that should panic, and they were on my list for teams that should panic. Okay, go ahead. Now we'll, we'll speak but, to Go to it. Go to it. But I'm actually going to have to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, yeah. They are just – I mean, there's no hope, I don't think, with that team. With Ben Roethlisberger as your quarterback. Are we going to get into our discussion? Okay, go ahead. Done. With what we he had. Done. I don't. That team is just – with T.J. Watt getting banged up a lot now, after signing that huge contract, the defense was supposed to be, yeah, the savior for this team, and they haven't been great. So I mean, Burrow didn't just, light him up. He no, had a good, a good quality game. He didn't light him up. He didn't have three hundred. I don't think. No, but uh, I don't. Where are they? They're like middle of the pack. In defense. Defensively, yeah, maybe like thirteen or so. That's still not bad. But um. They played the Bills and the Bengals. I don't think they're there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess the Bengals are for real then. But anyways, I just think that that team, if you're a Steelers fan, you should be panicking because Big Ben looks like he's Drew Brees this year or from last year. Yeah. He just can't the throw. problem is, and we talked about SU, so I was taking credit away from Brady, whatever. You cannot – you can have an old quarterback, okay? You can have an immobile quarterback and win. You can have an old quarterback and win. You can't, and you can have a bad O-line and win. You can't have all three. <laughs> that's the point. Um, uh, that, I mean, that's the point. You cannot have all three, and that's what the Steelers have right now. That was embarrassing. Yeah. Embarrassing. The comical music of the tweet I shared and and uh, the fall. The fall. Why you fall, dude? Don't fall. Honestly, the when was last year Ben was actually good? In three or four. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, my, my team that should panic, it's Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. The only, reason, the only reason you don't have to panic right now is because your division's not that good. And you're it's a two, it's a two-horse race, but you're over three. So it might just be just the Titans just could do whatever. The Titans might be in the Pac 12 or whatever you want to say. Uh <laughs> they could just they could just do it. You tie you hit your star to Carson Wentz. And I was I wasn't uh, judgmental of it as much as I was with with the uh, Philly, I thought. I mean, I thought if there's any chance of him to succeed, it's in Indy, uh, yeah. Frank Reich, and all that. But uh, we're off to a rough start. And you're racing some stars now. You're wasting Jonathan Taylor. You're wasting Michael Pittman. Uh, Daenerys Leonard on the other side. Quentin Nelson. Why do Why do the other lines get worse when Carson Wentz gets there? That I mean, why? How, I I, don't, I can't rationalize 
what that is, whether it's holding the ball too long or not using the right protection, like slide protections and whatnot, but they are worse. Yeah, they are. When he gets there, and that's, I don't usually, that's not a thing that happens. I don't understand what to say. That's not something that happens. <laughs> what else we have? Oh, that's it, actually. That's it. All right. I might do one of these per week because I wanted to do a segment on it. Oh, segment big, I'm, big on segments. Buddy. Right, big on segments. You know, you time the show, it's it's how you, you know, it's what makes the world go. Around. All all successful podcasts have all successful. If you want to get to thirty, you better time your segments. If you want to get to sure. 30, 30 unique views a week, time those segments <laughs> out. All right. Um, now, <laughs> I'm gonna do one of these each week. First off, let me go on this rate real quick. We we, we can talk about it for a second, and then we'll go into the KDFL week four. Are you all happy with your field goals? Is this what you wanted? Is this what you wanted? Not, hey. uh, the lines, whatever. Because I, I don't want to do this to where I say this game would have been so much more fun without field goals because if you take you have to take away for the whole game, it's a bunch of butterfly effect, whatever. I think I think it's exciting. It's I mean, so I really stupid. Do. It's so stupid. You're like the only person on this planet. Because people won't think goals. outside the box enough. Oh. Well, that's it. Yeah, you won't think outside the box enough. It's so dumb. And then the, my big, my favorite point, and I'm so proud of me when I came up with this on the fly when we did that convince segment, convince Clint segment uh, two years ago, is that if I pitched you field, if field goals weren't a thing, and I pitched them to you, you would laugh. You would you would look at me like you're looking at me right now. If I say, <laughs> "Hey, we played football. Time for the game to end. I'm going to take the field. I'm going to take it from 100 yards. And I'm going to make it 60 yards now, because that's all you need." That's why you could do it in 37 seconds, Aaron Rodgers. And I'm well, going to put why. these yellow posts on the end of the field, and you're just going to, you know, you're just going to kick it. I don't know why you're going to kick it. You haven't done it all game. It's not, it's not a normal thing. But you're going you to get a player. Start a game that, off by kicking the ball. You can do a kickoff still if y'all want your precious kickoff and just have the punter kick the ball deep. If that's what Would we you, want. I mean, are we going to do this every year? No, we haven't done it in a while. But there's been a, a lot of, of game deciding kicks. Aaron Rodgers does it. Justin Tucker does it. You know who does it? Super excited. It was excitement. It was fine. It's just uh, like the element of we do something we haven't done all game and just to decide this game. Imagine the NBA game going to the end and then they get in the middle and they do a jump ball and that's the game. It's very rational. That is more rational rational. than you think. Yes, it is. I apologize to our 30. Yes, it is. A hockey face off to decide a hockey game. Yeah. Okay. What you do it next. Next up, my stupid, my stupid suggestion. I'm going to think of one of these each week. All right. It's basically a why don't they, okay? Okay. Why don't (laughs) – you're going to hate this. Why don't when the game's coming inside of two minutes or whatever, when the game's just outside of two minutes, why don't head coaches just challenge instead of call a timeout? Just challenge something, anything. Because it's dumb. Why? You're going to use the timeout anyway. Challenge the spot. Challenge the possession. Who cares? See, that's going to be the face everyone these segments. I wanted to do a whole segment on these. I got a lot of them in this All brain right. up here. Okay? I got a lot of them in this brain up here. Just because I, I didn't know this. It was actually embarrassingly pointed out to me one night watching the game with, with all y'all. That, that's why you lose a timeout is because the challenge stopped the clock and what have you. So I was like, right. well, just challenge every time. But then I realized you want to keep your challenges for, you know, that, that's why I did the caveat before the two minutes where the booth takes it over. Just challenge something. Why not? Exploit it. All right. It's time to move on to. You're in the box. You're in the box, man. You got to get outside that box. 
Uh, are we ready for Katie? Are we ready for KDFL week four? Yes. Mercifully, we are. That wasn't even that wasn't near my looniest one. So get ready for this. Oh, I can't wait like till next week. <laughs> Think in terms of wide receivers and creative plays for next week. Oh, okay. oh, I want to do more. I shouldn't have done that one first. We'll do more later. Oh, I'll keep them in the bank, but I got other ones. All right. Yeah, keep them in your head. I don't want this idea God. to be stolen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Week week four. We're gonna kick it off. KDFL week four, the three and O Wake Forest Lumberjacks head to Hurricane to take on the one and two, newly one and two Lopez Cats. Go ahead, Detroit. Oh, all right. Wait, you said okay. Wake Forest. I'm sorry, I had the wrong game up. Hard to keep this, up with the team names. Yeah, right, with Oldfield. This has a 32 point spread right now for the Wake Forest Lumberjacks. Um. Phil, I mean, if you look at the advantages on his team, he has advantage everywhere but his quarterbacks. <laughs> we don't need to mention who the quarterbacks are. Yeah, we, yeah, we do. Um, you don't have to. Well, I mean, what's carrying him, he has the number one and number two fantasy running backs in Derrick Henry and Eric Jones so far. Uh, I think that will continue this week. Uh, his wide receivers, Robert Woods is just – do you think he likes having Stafford there? <laughs> I exist. You gotta go. I mean, I know a bunch of shows and a bunch of places talk on this. You gotta go to the breakfast, man. If I had, sure. had I known about the breakfast, all my redraft leagues would have been different. Yeah, that's on me. Yep. Uh, he's got Godwin and Lockett, so those are strong. Um, the only thing that like I, I think it's gonna hold this team back from like winning it all is gonna be his quarterbacks. That's the guy in Atlanta and Trevor Lawrence. Uh, you look at the Wampus Cats; they are in full. We're going to be good in three years. Uh, his quarterbacks are strong, but that's it. I mean, he's even got guys in his lineup right now that are, says I are next to him. <laughs> so I, I just don't see him making another upset, but you never know. But I'm going to go with the Wake Forest Lumberjacks in a big route. Um, and his quarterbacks in the, the uh, Wampus Cats quarterbacks were not strong until last week because Herbert looked very shaky right. ground. Um yeah, I mean, I, I got these lumberjacks winning. Um, cut to the chase on that. Lumberjacks winning the big one. I mean, obviously, I don't want. I don't. I said I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on the Wampus Cats with a fire sale like that, so I won't. But I'll say this: I already see it. I already see the vision for the lumberjacks. They're gonna dominate. They're gonna have a great regular season record, and comes that week, maybe round one of the playoffs. I don't know. It's like, it's what the, the quarterbacks crap the bed, or the, I'm sorry, the running backs crap the bed, and the quarterbacks aren't there to help out. Yeah, I can and see that. It. And that's it. That's how it ends. I see the future. Oh. All right. So our second game, we have the Las Vegas Gamblers versus the Dunbar Dobermans. Uh, right now, we this is only a one-point spread. So I have to take a look. It looks like he's still got a big loss for the Gamblers is uh, Blake Martinez. Yeah, I watched that live. Yeah. The Giants. Watch that's that a big loss because he, he was the number five linebacker last year for scoring-wise. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's huge loss. Uh, we'll see how he can replace him. But his offense is pretty tight. Even though he, he might have Dalvin Cook out, he's still got Madison. So he had a big game. So I think he'll produce. He has the GOAT. Um, I'm, I'm anxious to see what how that New England game is going to play out. You look at the Dobermans. This is the team I'm a little bit surprised by. I mean, we all know that he's his team's getting better. 
I thought his team would be a little bit better than what they are. They're second to lowest in points scored so far. Oh, what's hurting this team when I go back and look, it's uh, it's his defensive players. He, besides Fred Warner and Micah Hyde, uh, all his other defensive players are ranked worse than 20th at their positions. So I think that's what's holding this team back. Uh, Josh Allen and Burrow are a great quarterback duo. Najee Harris. Uh, Antonio Brown hurt, hurt him a little bit. So with all that saying, even though this is a one-point spread, I'm going to go with the Gamblers. Yeah, I mean, looking at um, I hate Fournette in the lineup for the Gamblers, but we're in the dynasty, in a deep, deep dynasty league, obviously, with uh, offense and defense all the way out there. So um, you're going to have weak spots on, on all these teams, and his is that second running back slot. Um, other than that, I mean, maybe Johnny Smith, not very good, but uh, other than that, everything looks very good for the Gamblers. Coming off, they're going to be they're going to be angry coming off their their uh, coming off their loss yeah. to you. So, Durbin, Durbin's to own four. Um, Brady in New England, I love that he has that because I hate Brady. Whatever he's going to have is. He's not going to disappoint, I don't think, on Sunday night. I hope not. But anyways, so. next we have the Baboli. I think I said that right. Bearded Barons versus the Roxalana Renegades. Uh, we have this another one-point spread. This is surprising. Yeah. Uh, we don't know what's the deal with Josh Jacobs. Is he going to play or not? Kamara finally came back and had a big week. Uh, A.J. Brown injury, we talked about that. And CMC. Uh, those are huge losses right now. I mean, he still has DeAndre Hopkins, Derek Carr. Hate to admit it, looking like an MVP season so far. Uh, going against the Chargers, that's going to be a, that's going to be a good game to watch. Actually, uh, you look at the Renegades. I mean, I have to say his quarterback Stafford's probably the leading candidate right now for the MVP, which I predicted. Thank you. Um, David Montgomery's okay. DeAndre Swift, my man has 22 catches so far this year. He's like on pace for 100 catches. Um, we don't know what's going on with Jonathan Taylor. He's, and we've talked about the Colts O line, so I don't know about that. His receivers, eh. We do have a KDFL fan or our friend, Corey Davis. Legend of the KDFL bar. Yes, my bad. Kyle Pitts, Ugh. TJ Hawkinson had a really bad week last week. Yeah, uh, Kyle Pitts, your superstar was supposed to dominate. Waller went off against them. Hawkinson ain't well, do nothing. Man, you just. Uh, I, mean, uh, I mean, I'm just saying. You got I, a veteran, they do nothing against uh, the Ravens. Well, TJ Hawkinson will bounce back against the Bears. Jared Goff, I think he's going to have a decent game. I'm going to get a lot of hate email for this, but I'm going to go with. The, a bit of an upset. I'm going with the Renegades. Um, Sorry, Matt. The problem is with the Barons is Josh Jacobs. He's got to play. Yeah. If Josh Jacobs does, I, I'm not caveating because we we ban that. We ban the cat. We ban the conditional pick. Um, I, I'm going with the Barons. The defense is too strong. I think. I think the defense is too strong. I think you cannot keep this team down coming off a 180 point week. You cannot keep this team down back-to-back weeks. It's, it's just too strong. Um, Rush should have a lot of fun in San Francisco. Carr has shown – or the, the charges have shown they can give up points to opposing quarterbacks. 
it's not that tough, tough defense that we thought it was. So Derek Carr should be able to continue to put the stats. I do really like uh, Sterling Shepard on the other side because uh, Galladay a little banged up. And then uh, – Well, there's a shock. Galladay's banged up. It's Shocking. Um, so, I don't know. I actually – no, actually, Shepard's the one that got banged up with the guy's banged up with the hip. Shepard's banged up with a hamstring. It was that was uh, during the first quarter of the of the Giants Falcons. I got those backwards a little bit there. Are you gonna make a prediction? I did. Barons. Oh, okay, my bad. Barons with the dub. <laughs> All right. So next we go down south where the Melbourne Mega Powers will host the Canal County Kings, which is a <laughs> did they just stay out in Melbourne? I'm just curious because no, because the commish is so corrupt, we've had to fly. We took the same flight now. We were both at Dunbar. Now we took the same flight down to Melbourne because obviously okay. he had to travel. He's so corrupt. He didn't take the time, 30 seconds it would have took to put this game another week. Maybe another week when Dalton's out there. Maybe another week when Judy's back. Who knows? Maybe Trey oh. Lance is starting by the next time I play the Kings. But no. <laughs> Actually, I'd much prefer to get the Kings now. Just for <laughs> You know, I was going over you guys' rosters. <laughs> I think if you combine your two teams, I still don't think you're making the playoffs in this league. You're nuts, dude. You're absolutely nuts. What? You're nuts. I, look at it. You, you have Dak, and then you could – Dak and Cousins. Dak and Cousins. Okay. What Number about your four quarterback, Cousins. What about your running backs? What about Antonio Gibson, Kareem Hunt, Melvin Gordon, Naeem Hines? What do you want? No. Wide no, receivers, receivers, Marvin Jones, no, and then team, nothing. It was anyways. Uh, well, this has, says it's a two point. You're a two point favorite. Yeah. Uh, well, you are at home, so usually there's a three point swing there. Yeah, so naturally, I would have to say the Kings are probably a one point favorite. Uh, yeah, you did touch on it. Cousins is the number four fantasy quarterback right now. Uh, Diggs has three as an interception in all three games. Number one ranked defensive back. Uh, you look at your team, Dak is a stud. We all know that. Uh, I don't like that you have to start an offensive player like Austin oh, Cooper. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> uh, Brandon Cooks has been a stud, though. Uh, I think he's like sixth in points for wide receivers. Yeah. Mark Andrews had a big week. Uh, I think that'll continue. Uh, so I'm going to go with you. I think you're going to get revenge <laughs> this week. I forgot, so. I forgot to mention this in the open. This is how sad the state of affairs has gotten in Melbourne. Okay. This is true. In case anybody knew, in case anybody, I'm sorry, in case anybody wondered, a kicker is not eligible for the offensive player position. So you cannot start two kickers. And I had to find that out the hard way because I was going to go Rodrigo Blankenship and Tyler Bass last week. You cannot start two it kickers. It is kind of weird that you can't start. They're not an offensive player. I get it. But you cannot. Yeah, you cannot start two kickers. It's sad as day of the fairs. It's sad enough if you have to find that out the hard way. But, yes, I did. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. I just love the fact that you went on a rant about kickers and you wanted to start two kickers. It's a part of the game. I'm talking about the actual part. If I got to get them in there, they're going to get some points. It's fine. But the actual act of it is stupid. So everybody but I play by the really rules loves, that were given. He really loves kickers. No, I play by the rules that are given. Okay, make your um, prediction. I am going to – did you see King's general manager's skin when he came down to Melbourne for just a few days? He can't come down here and win. He's going to get burnt to a crisp. 
Look, I'm not gonna lose back to back to the Kings. Lord help me, but let me tell you that let me tell you what the mega powers are right now. They are the good luck chuck team. Oh yeah. For the opposing teams. No team. I don't I don't know this is fact. Um, because I haven't seen what the king the Kings haven't broken 200 yet until last week. I don't think any team. Okay, I've lost to the Bearded Barons. They scored over 300. I lost to the Lumberjacks. They scored 292. And I lost to the Kings. They scored 230. For the Kings, it might as well be 600 points. No, they the, the rest of the season, their other two games, they haven't got within uh, the Kings maybe, but the other guys haven't got within 60 points of what they put up against me yet in their other two weeks. <laughs> I just looked at it. I put over 300. He scored 220 and 180. You've given up. 841 points so far this year, <laughs> while Phil has only given up 583. That's a difference of 333 points. I Amazing. mean, I, I, it's whatever. The Mega Powers don't have high hopes this year, so if you're gonna if you're gonna lose, lose in glorious fashion. That's um, right. So we'll see. We'll redo this match, Kings and Kings and Mega Powers. I have the Mega Powers again. I have uh, picked my team every week, and obviously, I have not won yet. So next up, right. tough main next, event, I think. Yeah, our next game. We have the Polka Pharmacists who are coming off a horrible loss, heartbreaking, as they travel to Marmette to face the Marmette Midnight Chargers. And <laughs> I just Riders like and Chargers. I mean, it's, it's, it's on a horse. Yeah, well, I like it. It makes sense. Uh, the only thing that worries me on uh, LJ's team is the same thing that worries me about Phil's team, and that's his quarterback play. He has to start Big Ben. That's, that's weird because he traded for him. Yeah, I know. Huh. Well, he had Cam, so Interesting. he had to make some kind of deal. He had yeah. Ryan. He has Ryan Tannehill as his other quarterback. Zeke had a big week. I love Stephon Diggs. My poor man, Allen Robinson. My man is just—he's screwed. He, Add him to a, the list of players that Matt Nagy's going to ruin. Yeah, he's ruined. a great receiver, but just no one can get him the ball. Mike Evans had a big game, even though he was yelling on the sidelines. Uh, love Darren Waller. You look at the Midnight Chargers. Talked about the three-headed monsters for him. Baker Mayfield and who's his other quarterback? Teddy Bridgewater. He's not been bad. No, he hasn't. He hasn't. I think Tyreek Hill is going to bounce back against Philly. Philly's awful. They looked awful this week. You have Chargers to think he's due Raiders. for a deep ball. Say what? You have to think he's due for a deep ball. Yeah, absolutely. I'm anxious to see how the Chargers and the Raiders game will go. This is a tough one. It's a, once again another one point. That's kind of wild. How many spreads are this? Yeah, place this one week? point. Huh. I guess I'm gonna have to go with. I'm gonna go with the Midnight Chargers. Um. I, I I hate picking against the Poker Pharmacist, but I just don't like some of the matchups. I mean, he does have Tannehill going against the Jets, so it should be a favorite. But that could be not what you want because they could get up. Yeah, that's true. And, and just take – I mean, and he could that's not have to says. throw. It, hopefully. <laughs> um, now, only thing with the Chargers, look at these ranks. And they were week three in, so these these ranks are a little bit skewed. How long are you going to think you're going to have Eckler and Williams in the, as a running back one? Jefferson, Jefferson 10, that's fine. Tyreek, 13. Mike Williams, wide receiver two? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know, but that, that those guys are pretty strong. They, I mean, Jamal Mike Williams? Williams? No, I'm saying 
Eckler. Eckler's fine. Jefferson Hill. Eckler, Jefferson Hill. That's what this team is be- That's what this team is built on. It's not built on Baker. It's not built on Bridgewater. Uh-huh. Um, now Gasicki, though, whole different offense with Brissett in there. Right. Um, um, Gasicki got a lot of targets uh, last week. I can't remember. It's it's double digits. It's uh, his linebackers are pretty strong too. Yeah, Gasicki had twelve targets last week. Well, yeah. 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 So uh, I'm going with the midnight uh, midnight riders. Um, Chargers, just because <laughs> having to go with Chase Evans, having to go with Allen Robinson. Man, you told me you give me Evans, uh, McLaurin, and Robinson to start the year wide receiver core. Yeah, and it just hasn't done. It's early. It's early. It's early. Keep saying it, but uh, well, I mean, you got to look at the quarterback situations in Chicago and Washington. Would you rather have? Let me tell you this. Would you rather have Lumberjacks Ryan and Lawrence, or would you rather have Tanny Hill and Roethlisberger? I think it's pretty obvious. I would go with Tannehill and Roethlisberger. Okay, it's not obvious then, because I would obviously go with Ryan and Lawrence. Big well, Ben is cooked. Ryan, I'm not because it isn't the guy, but Big Ben is cooked, cooked, cooked. And if AJ Brown's out for Tannehill, he completely changed at the beginning, or he was completely different at the beginning of last year when Tannehill. When, I guess it's uh, just because I like. I mean, I guess I just like Tannehill way better than the other three quarterbacks. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's a that's a good argument there. Uh, all right, main event game of the week. All right, the main event. Because you heard it somewhere it's else, yours possibly truly. spoiled. Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> yours? Oh yeah. Yours truly, the Elfie River Rats, go head to the road to the where the snobs live in South Hills, the South Hills Evil Empire. Here we have a four-point spread. Uh, my team, I don't know what's going on with Henderson, if he's going to play. I hope he does. Chris Carson has looked strong for me so far. I have Hubbard this week. He's going to get all the CMC carries and catches, so I like that. Playing against the Cowboys, I have a feeling they're going to be behind. I don't know. It's going to be an interesting game, too. Mm-hmm. Lamar's on the road at Denver. Kelsey at Philly, he's going to feast on them. DK Metcalf is going against that Niners secondary. I think we're going to see – I think we're going to get a couple touchdowns out of DK. Uh, the When you look at the Evil Empire, Mahomes going against the Eagles once again. So him and Kelsey are kind of got to cancel each other a little bit. Uh, Barkley finally had a good game. It's going against the Saints. Julio's banged up, ain't he? So, yes, per uh, usual. <laughs> uh, Cooper Cup is just carrying this wide receiver core. Well, actually, now that he's got Jamar Chase, playing, I think Amari's playing the broken yeah. his ribs. Looks like he's going to actually start Chase this week. So that's a smart thing. Uh, you look at the defenses here, I think it's pretty even. But then again, you never know what defenses, to be honest. Uh, just for the fact that I don't like picking against myself, and I did last week, I'm going to pick myself this week. We're going to take down the South Hills Evil Empire. You're going to give them their first loss, huh? Yes, I'm calling it. Um... Even though it's probably not going to happen. I mean, there you go. Why you got to do that? Why you got to do a little caveat? Do you see uh, what I'm wearing? I'm used to utter disappointment, okay? Oh, uh, look at this. I don't like Lamar's matchup with Denver. Um, and I don't like – I don't love Trevor's matchup either. Um, I don't like Carson's matchup. I don't like your matchups, sir. But I do love Mahomes getting Philly. I love Mixon getting the, the Jags when the, the Bengals should be up and be able to run. 
Uh, Barkley did finally look better against Atlanta, but again, seeing what Atlanta's defense is, could be bad, could be good. I don't know yet. Um, Julio might be the only option with Tannehill. Um, if he goes and Jamar Chase, <laughs> play it till till it doesn't work anymore. Might be a while. Um, I'm glad you got Jimmy G in there instead of Fields. Got a little, got a little. I know you gave the the Jimmy G against the Packers last time. Stat. We got a little greedy wanting to get that starting rookie quarterback in there. I will tell you this: whenever Trey Lance gets gets the rock, he's getting in there too. So I understand it. Get that rookie quarterback in your lineup. Um, uh, defensively, I, I do agree with it, it being somewhat of a watch. I probably might give you the slight edge defensively, but I am sadly going with the Evil Empire just because of his key players have very very nice matchups. Hate to do it. Well, we didn't even touch about uh, what do you think about Rodgers and Adams going against the Steelers? Be interesting matchups, but anyways, yeah. I mean, I see uh, Rogers still, I mean, QB 21. He's not, he's not blowing it away, he's not having these huge stat filler game shots. Well, he had a terrible week one, so I think that's he had an intentional terrible week one. I yeah, will say it now. He was minus six points, he's had 30 and 21 in the last two weeks. That's so. true. Take I that week out, he's averaging 25 and a half. I mean, yeah, he's fine. So 25 and a half puts him in the top 10, so yeah. All right, that's it. I like how you kind of wrestled the steering wheel from me on this show. It felt kind of nice. Oh, well, you know, I, I have to stop. Did you even up. realize that you ran down the games and not me? Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> you, did after, you did it after the second game, and I was like, all right, Detroit, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, when Phil's not here, I have to bring some a little excitement to the podcast. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, what, are, hey, what are our records picking games? Well, um, I went a blistering two and four, and so did you last week. I was eleven and one on the season, but that killed me. So now I'm at thirteen and five. You are barely holding above five hundred. You're at ten and eight. Um, so everybody should take these seriously. Yes, my lock of the week. I was off. I took the Steelers, so I'm one and two on the season there. Uh, I did take. Did you have an upset? Rams. I took the Rams over the Bucks as my upset. Are you so, three and zero on upsets? No, I'm two and one. Two and one on upsets. Um, yeah. Just just for the sake of last week, the Dunbar boys went zero and three on their locks of the week. <laughs> I had I had the Cardinals and Jaguars over fifty one and a half. It went to fifty. Uh, Tim had the Raiders minus three and a half with the Dolphins. Of course, the Raiders went by three. So right now we're we missed our bets by two points. And Matt picked with his uh, AFC West bias, picked uh, AFC West games. His anti-Herbert bias picked the Chiefs uh, to beat the to cover against the Chargers. Obviously, it did not happen. So take it away this week. All right, this week my lock of the week. I have Tampa minus six and a half. Uh, I just think Brady's going to try to do his best to put it to. The Patriots, uh, not sold on Patriots offense right now. I mean, yes, they got the rookie quarterback, but we'll see. Tampa is a little weak on defense, but I think in the end, I think the Tampa's going to win by double digits. And then my upset of the week, I have Minnesota over the Cleveland Browns. I'm hopping on that Kirk Cousins bandwagon and taking it to the bank. Um, so. With that, that is my picks and oh, yeah. lock of the week. And Brett's, you still suck. That Tampa line makes no sense to me. It almost makes me want to take New England because it makes no sense to me. 
Yeah. And usually that's how it works. Too. One of those, right? It just it makes yeah. it makes zero sense. They should be at least 10 point favorites. I think it even opened up at five and a half, <laughs> which was weird. Um, look, last week we thought the Broncos were giving the Jets too many points. We were wrong. This week, the Titans are only giving them eight, even though it is in New York. I don't think that matters here. I'm going to give the eight points, and I'm going to eventually get one of these right. That's my lock of the week. Now. I, I missed it. I heard eight points. I didn't hear. Titans, minus eight Titans. against the Jets. So, um, obviously, follow the podcast. That's it for this week. You can follow the podcast at, at KDFL Podcast. You can call us or leave us a, or send us a text at 1-901-609-KDFL. That is 1-901-609-KDFL. Voicemails, text, all go right there. You can follow Detroit at Detroit8374. You can follow mysterious third member of this podcast, Phil, at Phil Ruxy, R-U-K-S-E. You can follow me at Brett Steele, too, for electrifying football takes. So for Jonathan Detroit Haynes, for Mr. Phil Ruxy, I'm Brett Steele, and we will see you next week right here on the KDFL Fantasy Football Podcast.